Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Dada Astrology Live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Network. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, peace, y'all. We are back. We are live. We are in full effect. I say thank you and welcome back to your week ahead where we enjoy the best time of our week in advance, a week early. Of course, I missed y'all last week, too. And um, gosh, the only other time I have missed a week, I actually did announce it beforehand, and y'all were fully aware that I would not be... um, broadcasting the following week, and I didn't get to do that this time. Let that be an introduction to this Capricorn full moon energy that we are less than a week away from now with it being on the 19th. Before we go any further, I definitely have to pay homage, give respect, acknowledge, and honor our divine righteous ancestors, Ashe Amin-Ra. And our fearless leader, who, if you can't tell, has made a few changes around here on the um, station and channel. So we are the Inner Peace Lighthouse channel, and, um, and, and I encourage you to look in the episode description for today's show for a link to that site. Check it out get signed up on the email list. There's powerful things going on there. I've already been a recipient of, of some of the many powerful practices, techniques, opportunities, offers, services that Brother Ampu is uh, providing um, in addition to uh, um, astrology. So definitely check that out. Um, Brother Ampu. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for another opportunity to get on air and do what we love. Uh, myself, the listeners, the Astro Love Gifts, thank you, thank you, thank you. We love it, apparently. And so um, thank you once again. To all the listeners, thank you so much. To all those who have, um, you know, given Astro Love Gifts, it just... It makes it truly makes the difference <laughs> of me being able to come here week after week and just show all the love that I can, despite any difficulties, despite any challenges and obstacles. Um, there's a divine mission and purpose at hand, um, and it's not just me getting on here because I want to be famous. That's so not it. I'd probably actually be on YouTube so y'all could see me and I could do all kind of other fancy fun stuff. <laughs> But for now, um, I just want this the information for those who, who are looking for tools, are looking for spiritual tools, are looking for spiritual wisdom minus the religious, let's say, <laughs> tinge to it. 
um, then, you know, you got it right here. Just uncut, raw, natural, spiritual law, natural, spiritual wisdom, natural, spiritual information straight from most high, straight from creator, straight from nature, straight from these planets and, you know, stars and alignments that just mirror what is already on the inside of us. That's the beautiful part about astrology is that it only serves to point us that as we observe the macrocosm of the stars and the skies and the planetary alignments and bodies that are outside of us, it simply serves to point us back to ourselves where these same planetary energies reside powerfully so within us, okay? So let's get started. We missed last week. Clearly, I'm not going to go back over last week's information. Y'all continue to bear with me. Um, I'm, I, have, I don't think I've ever called in late to a show. I might have called in a minute late one time. But uh, I was having some technical difficulties, no small wonder, with us still reeling from this Mercury square Uranus here earlier in the week. And whatever, since Mercury and Venus are conjunct this week, whatever Mercury's doing, Venus is doing it too. So, you know, uh, just y'all know the square by now, it, it denotes challenges and tests and, you know, squaring off, so to speak, and a divine opportunity to turn a corner. I'm loving this energy. I'm loving that uh, Mars and Uranus both are so intimately acquainted with this upcoming Capricorn full moon because already as we approach, we've already turned the corner. The first quarter moon, they're in, I don't know, I actually have notes for last week's show, y'all. I fully intended to do a show. I have all the information for the week we are going through right now. Um, But I had to turn a corner, and it took all of my energy. It took all of my faculties, and it unfortunately it just ended up in me not being able to broadcast the show last week. And I can't really apologize for that. I feel like I did everything exactly the way Spirit was leading me to do it. Um, but for the fact that I did not uh, post that information on the Mama Dada Astrology social media websites or um, uh, and no kind of announcement about it for that, I absolutely do apologize because I love to keep you all informed. That's why I come back here week to week. So um, let's see. Yeah, the first quarter moon was Monday. It is Today is Wednesday, July 13th. Here in our week ahead, we're going to be covering Sunday. Gotta love my computer, y'all. Sunday um, the 17th through Saturday the 23rd. And uh, we have that first quarter moon here on Monday. I know energetically there has been a shift for you guys since the Cancer new moon there on the 4th. And now, and that shift in that corner that got turned was called the first quarter moon there in, I believe it was Libra. And so, um, you know, definitely a corner turned in our relationships that Libra denotes, definitely a corner turned in our communication since Libra is an air sign. And hopefully it was a corner turned um, in relationships, uh, regarding relationships and um 
and communications in a positive direction since Libra is ruled by Venus, okay? And so there, ha- there, there, trust me, there's been an opportunity to make some changes leading up to this Capricorn full moon that positively benefit your relationships and communications therein, okay? Immediately after that first quarter moon, yesterday on Tuesday, Venus entered Leo, okay, and started to get, got this Leo party started. <laughs> uh, Mercury's entering it later this evening. So, you know, Mercury and Venus still running neck and neck, Um Last week, I definitely wanted to give you all some information on that. I'll I'll briefly share just so you all can identify this energy since we are still leading up to its climax, the culmination, the exact point. They're on Saturday, July 16th, coming up, um, 4.59 p.m. Central, when Mercury and Venus are conjunct exactly, okay? And it's just it's just talking about shout out to Astrology King. That's just like one of my favorite sites besides Cafe Astrology because it's just real. I don't get on here and tell y'all anything super fancy because I don't want to go over y'all's head. I want to keep it basic. I want to not basic fundamental. How about that? I want to keep it fundamental. I want to keep it bite-sized for you guys so y'all can easily identify these energies and work with them a lot easier since it, since I'm not complicating it for you guys. So um, Astrology King and Cafe Astrology are two sites that really seem to provide some general information and they seem to keep it really uh, palatable for for uh, novice astrology students, okay? I, I consider, uh, I like to kind of teach in that vein, and I like it because it's easier to digest. And I, my whole goal, I tell all my mama's babies, I tell anybody I talk to, that I want to, uh, I want people to know themselves, know thyself, utilizing astrology. If you don't learn nothing about astrology, but your personal astrology, then you you fit, you good, because everything else is going to come from spawn off of and complement that. Um, so everybody's not meant to study astrology to become a practicing astrologer, okay? Some people are just, they just want to know their stuff. They just want to know their children's stuff. Shout out to all the, ooh, the June Inner Wisdom special, y'all. Yes, that is exactly why I did it. <laughs> so y'all could, for a very low, low price, um, gain, get some information. My birth chart reports are so comprehensive because I'm including just every angle and dynamic of your chart possible in really um, layman's terms and, and giving references and links to other uh, information pertaining to these aspects, planets, points, and positions in your natal chart, okay? I didn't mean to take a, a detour there, but it's all lined up, okay? Y'all, anything I'm talking about happening in the sky, just like this Mercury-Venus conjunction, I got a mama's baby with the same conjunction in their natal chart. So you see how it can, things that I'm talking about here just... Once again, everything going on in the macrocosm is just a reflection and a mirror of things going on on a micro level. Maybe you don't have Mercury-Venus conjuncting your chart. Maybe you have a Mercury-Venus contact period. Maybe it's a square. Maybe it's a trine. It's going to be the same energy descriptions, but just relating to each other in a different way. 
and Mercury conjunct Venus coming up this Saturday late afternoon, early evening, is happening for all of us. And so let me go ahead and finish getting into that. Well, it's definitely a powerful time in this week leading up to Saturday to tell someone you love them. It's a perfect time for that, okay? Because Mercury's communications and Venus is love and money. So, hey, and they're together, conjunct. They're married in the sky. So they want these energies want to coexist together, communication and love communication and what we value, communication and our self-esteem and self-worth, communication and money, finances, okay? So, yeah, it's a good time to tell somebody you love them. Um, There should be more of an ease. You know, I always tell you all, Venus denotes, wherever Venus is going, it denotes a sense of ease and comfort and harmony. So these are some of the key words that could describe our communications or at least the the energetic, uh, the energy we have access to by way of our communications, okay? Um, uh, Venus, once again, is about what we value and what we appreciate. So you could be communicating or telling someone or showing someone uh, your appreciation for them through some uh, expression of love, however you express it. It could be verbal. It could be written. It could also be something you actually give someone, since Mercury also denotes just movement in, in general. So... You could also be the recipient of someone who's, you know, under this Mercury conjunct Venus is inspired to communicate their love or appreciation to you, okay? So always I'm admonishing you guys to vibrate high, just as high as you can. And when you're vibrating high, you are in the frequency. You're in the vein. You're in the lane, for an easier movement of of positive energy to flow to you, okay? Um, Probably not going to get a gift from somebody if you're, you know, being all belligerent and weird. So um, uh, love, appreciation, not just gifts that you could be receiving. It could even be a compliment since we're talking about mercury and communication, just a compliment from somebody, an invitation that you could receive. You know, Venus is also talking about social Social interaction, so you could receive a an invitation to hang out um, here on the weekend since it is coming exact there on Saturday early evening. Uh, but look, it look, you know, it could happen well before then. Mercury's full steam ahead now; it doesn't go into another retrograde phase, I believe, until the very end of August. So um, right now, Mercury is just zipping through these. Uh, uh, constellations like nobody's business and so yeah you could see this energy pop up before Saturday so just be on alert it's a beautiful alert to be on that someone could you know give you some money or even stepping away from the you know that aspect of it Venus also denotes a level of art and beauty and creativity so that could be enhanced okay um uh, Mercury governs the hands there in Gemini, so it could be uh, something creative that you make with your hands, whether you write it or whether you, you know, fashion it craft-wise or um, poetry-wise or uh, music-wise. Anything artistic and creative can be enhanced by this alignment as well. 
Um, of course, Mercury has a significant um, energetic imprint as it relates to business and commerce, okay, um, negotiating, um, trading. These are all going to be favorable activities this week, you guys, because of this ease and beauty and harmony and, and comfort in communication, okay? Um, so get your negotiate on, be it in relationships, be it in, in business. Um, you can find at this time settlements that are peaceful to dispute, and you can be confident about signing contracts. You know, Mercury's going direct and it's conjunct Venus. Hey, go for it. Um, uh, once again, with Venus's social aspect, making new friends is going to be a, a high possibility now. Just increase social interaction, um, and it could, well, yeah, it's a good time to ask for a favor. Once again, favorable communications right now, harmonizing communications. Good time to ask for. Um, a favor or ask someone out, you know, to hang out on a date maybe. So just dating in general right now is going to be a good idea and old friendships could be renewed and troubled ones could improve with this as well. If something, you know, uh, communication-wise or uh, within your family as it relates to siblings and cousins and relatives that don't necessarily live with you, they're in your local neighborhood, Venus coming together with that energy is just smoothing it out, okay? So if something needs smoothing out in those areas, this week is the time, especially leading up to Saturday. After 4.59 p.m. Central Time, of course, the energy is going to begin to wane. That's why I'm telling you all about it in advance. So leading up to that, you can max out on it however you choose. Um, Saturday evening. 1040, late night, 10.45 p.m., the sun in Cancer is going to exactly trine Mars that just stationed direct there on the 29th of July in Scorpio. Mars is still in the uh, retrograde shadow, okay, so it's still traversing through this territory that it went retrograde in, and it's still in Scorpio at the time of this sun trine Mars alignment. It'll have five more degrees to go until it re-enters Sagittarius, I know that's it. that's just going to be a powerful energetic shift when it crosses back over into Sagittarius. And I, for one, am looking forward to it just because it's going to activate all the fire signs. Um, Mars going into uh, back. Mars direct re-entering Sagittarius is going to activate the already. Uh, growing energy there in Leo, what did I tell y'all? Uh, Venus had already gone into it Monday, and uh, Mercury's going into it today. Uh, at the end of next week, the sun goes into it. We'll talk about that here in the week ahead. But that all that energy there in Leo is going to get activated by Mars when it re-enters Sagittarius. Why? Because they are both fire signs. All the fire signs are going to receive a, um, a boost of energy like we need one. Y'all know I'm super Sagittarius. So Sagittarius, Leo, and Aries, already passionate. Look, fire signs, active, 
energy on full. And so all these energies are going to be blissed by uh, uh, this energy. But before we get there, we've got Saturday night. And to accompany this energy of this Mercury-Venus alignment and conjunction, okay, is this Sun-Tron-Mars conjunction. Let's see how they are complementary to each other. Um, Sun, trine, Mars, obviously the trine is the most harmonious um, flow between two energies. So the Sun and Mars are just going to easily and effortlessly be getting along. Um, They're both uh, in water signs, Sun there in Cancer, and Mars um, finishing out in Scorpio for the last time for the next couple of years. And it's going to affect our self-confidence. It's going to affect our ego and will and our self-expression. And so that energy of Mars, that impulse of energetic boost is going to affect us by way of making us more enthusiastic and and more self-confident. So, yeah, if you need to start something new this weekend energetically, physically, business-wise, relationship-wise, all depending on your particular chart, of course, um, it it should be it should be a great energetic start to many many things. Since they're both in water signs, I definitely would say like an emotional start could go very very well right now. You know, um, it, it should denote a feeling of strength and courage. Okay. And using that initiative to just whatever you got to do, especially if it's difficult. Got a, got a difficult emotional, you know, project that you need to start, um, especially closing in on this full moon, y'all, in Capricorn. Y'all know full moons are about release. Y'all know full moons are about can, can be about release and letting go. Um, most people who do spiritual activities, some call them rituals, um, around the time of a full moon, they do, you know, the burning rituals and the release rituals and flushing stuff down the toilet rituals and the letting go, okay? And so if there is especially, if there's something energetic and it's we just had this quarter moon that was talking about relationships and communications, and it may, and, and full moons also talk about the end and culminations and, 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 and manifestations and materializations of something, illumination. So it, it may line up for you that you have, this is a time, a season that you may be wanting to initiate something as it relates to endings, initiate something as it relates to letting go. And it's so appropriate as we approach this Capricorn full moon. So know that the stars are easily and effortlessly aligned for you to tackle difficult tasks. Take them out. Take them down like they ain't nothing. Expertly so. And so uh, you can – Mars also has a dynamicness to it. Uh, Mars ruling Aries, Aries ruling that first house – this is the energy that you do. If you do do an interview, this is a good week to do it. Come on. With Mercury conjunct Venus, this is a great week for that. Um, clearly, you're probably not having interviews on Saturday. If you can do. <laughs> the moon, Hold on. Let me check because I didn't go through this um, sequentially. Let me make sure the moon's not void, y'all. No. 
The moon will be in Sag. Yes, so that's just a lot of fire energy. Mercury and Venus lined up in Leo fire. Sun trying in fire Mars in Scorpio. Scorpio is a water sign, but it has some intensity to it. It got some fire on it. It's ruled by Pluto, power, the higher octave of Mars, fire. So I want you all to keep in mind with all this fire, especially this week. We haven't even gotten to the week ahead yet, especially leading up to this full moon. Don't let this intense, passionate, fiery energy get you. Make sure with the sun involved, make sure you have a goal. Make sure you have a focus, you know, of your energy because it can go bad fast. Mars energy can go bad fast, and you got to channel it somewhere. You can't just sit up on fire. <laughs> you got to do something with that. So I'm going to continue to remind you guys, um, Mars is still in this retrograde shadow. Continue to think twice. <laughs> you know, I, I, it's so funny to say that because we've had all this cancer energy. We do have all this, um, well, yeah, we have had because it's all shifting into Leo right now, most of it. But, um, you know, and this alignment even with uh, sun and Mars, you know, full of water and that talking about that intuition and the gut that I was talking about two shows ago. Well, it would have been the last show since there's no broadcast for last week, the last recorded show. Um, and so it's imperative, uh, yes, yeah, still go with your gut. Still tap in and tune in and turn on to your emotions. They are a guide. They should not rule you, no. But <clears throat> I promise you, your stomach twisting and turning is spirit trying to tell you something. And how how much more of, uh, you know, internal messages do you need? The more you listen to that still, small voice, the more you listen to these little you know, a twitch here or a feeling here or there, especially pay attention to what area of your body you're getting these messages in. Do you know your body is mostly water? Do you know that water is intelligent? Not in and of itself, but it can be, you can program water. A cup or you, it don't matter. These are spiritual things I'm talking to y'all about here. It may, it's probably not going to make sense to your logical brain. You're going to have to go over to the left side a little bit of that brain to really catch what I'm throwing y'all's way. All right. Back to Sunshine Mars. Um, that I wanted to mention uh, just about all this fiery Martian energy to think twice, continue to think twice before you act or speak. Go with Look, if your mental is failing you right now, especially with us going from water to fire, we're still not, you know, tapping into this air real good right now. So you may have to uh, – to me, fire is just more energy. It's just talking more about just straight up just energy. Just straight up energy, not our emotions, not our intuitions, but our energy, other people's energy. 
Now, you can feel somebody coming in a room, intuition-wise, emotionally, um, or you can feel somebody, their presence when they come into a room. Don't even have to speak. They don't need no air. They don't need no water. They don't need no earth, or they are the earth. How about that? They got. They bring in that fire. They bring in that heat, and you feel them when they come in the room. So what I'm telling you is, if you're thinking twice before you speak or act, and if you are employing patience, patience is the enemy of Mars. Trust me, y'all know Aries. Patience probably not going to be their middle name. So these are tools. Thinking twice. Slowing, consciously slowing your thoughts, you may have to just shut up for a second long enough to hear what your intuition is saying to you. Consciously slowing yourself, your movements, your thoughts, cooling yourself off, cooling down, drinking plenty of water. It's hot outside. You may need to take a cold shower and just change your energy real quick. Okay, do what you got to do to make sure you don't get caught slipping. This full moon in Capricorn has a very strong uh, aspect between Mars and Uranus called the Quincunx. So these two energies not really going to be seeing eye to eye. They're going to be trying to find a way to connect. They ain't going to find it. So you definitely want to be in on the higher octave of these energies. Mars wants to do something, get your butt up and do something. Today was a real energetically fiery day. And so maybe today you got a glimpse of some of the ways you can utilize a high amount of fiery margin energy to your advantage. I promise you, you're going to get a lot done. Look. Knocking off stuff off that list that you ain't thought about in weeks. Like, oh, I ain't got nothing else to do, and I got all this energy. Might as well. So it's a really good time <laughs> if you need to be dynamic, if you need to impress someone, uh, especially at work or someone in your personal private life. Mars, of course, is our sex drive. It's our sexual energy that even gives us the uh, the impetus to get anything done. It's that same sexual energy, okay? And um, just as that energy is increased, uh, our magnetic charm and charisma is increased. A sexy confidence about us can be very much so uh, oozing from us at this time. And so we are likely not to have a lot of trouble Uh, getting our passionate desires fulfilled. Mars is the soldier. When I've described, we had a caller call in before, and um, he he was uh, talking about wanting to get a job and all this stuff, and there was some Mars information uh, related to his horoscope, and I was just encouraging him, yeah, Mars is a soldier. Mars is the one that's going to be the early bird to get that worm. Mars is going to be early and not on time because on time is late. Mars is going to complete that mission and not come back with no excuses. Mars is going to come back and say, uh, mission accomplished, next. <laughs> so that's why I say y'all going to get through that to-do list real easy uh, leading up to this weekend. And, of course, it's going to color this 
Capricorn full moon. You gotta read this energy into this Capricorn full moon. So that's why I'm telling y'all about it now. Cause that full moon energy not gonna do nothing but make it even more intense. Look outside tonight. Look at what it, the moon was just new, dark moon. What watch it continue to grow and as it does or appear to grow, um, and as it does continue to wane leading up to the 19th. Um, know that this sun trine Mars energy is still going to be applicable, okay, even though it's exact here at the end of our week ahead from last week. Now, drumroll, please, getting into the week ahead for this week, July the 17th, Sunday through July the 23rd, Saturday. We do start uh, the week off. Once again, the moon will still be in fiery Sag and spiritual Sag. We're going to start the week out on a high note, optimistic like Sag, positive, wanting to learn as much as we can, not afraid to go on long-distance journeys. We're going to be in a good sense of humor. And then there on Sunday, early rising, 3.57 a.m. Central, the moon does go void for 10 hours, okay? As a reminder, when the moon is void, we're not, you know, well, you'll be likely, if you're in the northern hemisphere, you will be asleep <laughs> or late night partying, I guess, on Saturday. So um, uh, between 3.57 a.m. and uh, when you wake up, you should have had some pretty refreshing sleep. Um, it doesn't go into Capricorn until 2.33 p.m. Central on Sunday afternoon, Okay. So, yeah, Sunday rising will be a good rising to kind of sleep in from, you know, the moon will have been in Sag. So if you had a pretty fun Saturday evening, then that would have been totally appropriate. And Sunday would be a wonderful opportunity to sleep in. Um, Sleep is more peaceful uh, usually during a void moon, okay? Um, When you wake up there on Sunday, uh, if you have anything to finish up, if you have anything to kind of take stock of, maybe for your week ahead, it's going to be a great time to do that. Um, if you lost anything the night before, it'll be a good time to find it. Um, a good time to get rid of any excess if you kind of wake up with a, uh, I don't know, organizing, get rid of excess spirit. <laughs> it'll be cool to roll with that. And if you're getting together uh, with anybody Prior to 2.33 p.m. Central on Sunday, uh, make it, you know, establish friends and family. Um, nobody knew, okay? We're not doing anything new in a void moon unless it relates to finishing some stuff up, you know, anything new unless it relates to endings, okay? Because it's that the, it, the moon is, for all intents and purposes, kind of going to sleep until it goes into its next sign. It goes into Capricorn from Sag at 2.33 p.m. Central on Sunday afternoon where we are going to be getting serious. It's got, this is the moon that the Capricorn full moon is going to be in. Their Sunday afternoon, we are going to be getting introduced to this energy that's going to color our next couple of weeks after the full moon is exact, okay? We're talking about cycles here. By the time we get to the full moon, we will be finishing out, culminating, illuminate, being illuminated from the Cancer New Moon of July 4th. 
So it's not a Capricorn full moon in and of itself. It's a Capricorn moon that's closing out. What was going on with you around July 4th that was new, that was fresh, that was being initiated, that was, you know, being intended, you were intending around this time? Here in the week ahead, uh, Tuesday, you're going to be seeing the fruits of that energetically, okay? Relationally, the moon and the sun, the the dance they do in the sky from month to month, from full new moon to full moon, the quarter moons in between, all the moons in between, that balsamic moon, the disseminating moon. This is talking about a, these are, these alignments that happen from one month to the next month, endlessly from time past to time forward, are all related and connected cycles. And so I want to point that out uh, so it can't be missed. Capricorn Moon, it's time to get serious. Mm-hmm. I know you had some fun when the moon was in Sag. Woo-woo, good time, funky good time, passionate, fiery good time, humorous good time. When that moon hit cap on Sunday afternoon, it's going to behoove you and benefit you tremendously. Capricorn is talking about money, too. It's an earth, earth sign. <laughs> I don't know a, a broke Capricorn, not one. And so it's time to get serious when the moon is in Capricorn. It'll benefit you to get serious. It'll benefit you to, get res- to start considering your responsibilities. Um, during this time, you know, uh, the more mature side of you coming out, okay? Um, Capricorn talks about karma, the the title of the show. It's time to get serious because guess what? <laughs> what you sow energetically is going to be what you reap. For all of my Capricorns out there, this is y'all's full moon. You know what that means? It means that this is a, an extremely karmic time for you. And what you have been sowing for the past definitely six months since the Capricorn new moon, but even up to a year, uh, it's, t- it's time to pay the piper. Things going to be coming to a head. Things going to be getting illuminated uh, and, and manifesting one way or the other, depending on the seeds you have sown. Um, it'll be real hard to kind of just hang out under this energy because we're going to want to get down to business. Well, all the earth signs want to be productive. They want to get something done. They want to have something to show, especially Capricorn, Saturn ruling time. You want to have something to show for your time. Most Capricorns I know, they tend not to waste time. We all have lazy moods. Um, but their their average everyday kind of normal mo is to get it done. Um, and and what's so cool about it, since it's the moon in Capricorn, we will be emotionally satisfied to do this. And whatever emotions, maybe this uh, sun trine Mars just means it was just that much easy and effortless for you to be in some emotional bull. <laughs> Let me uh, encourage you that you can utilize this Capricorn moon to put your emotional force into whatever it whatever business you need to get handled. Okay? Capricorn wants to take care of business. Um 
it, Capricorn, the seagoat, it definitely has an air of endurance, an energy of a, of a lasting effect on it. I always talk to you about the the goat getting up that mountain. It's it's going to do one foot in front of the other, and it may take 30 years, but it's going to get there. And so that's that same energy that's going to emotionally satisfy us to tap into here in the week ahead. It's a great energy for pushing past something difficult or an obstacle. Here again, we end the current week on some real powerful, strong, get it done <laughs> under, you know, under no uncertain terms energy, and we go into our week ahead on on even more energy like that. Uh, that's further reiterating that. Um, it all has a very cardinal feel to it. We just got this Cancer um, new moon. That's a cardinal sign. We got this very, very potent Mars right now. And at the time of the full moon, that's a, a fire. Uh, um, that Mars rules Aries, which is another cardinal sign. And then we have a Capricorn full moon, another cardinal sign. So there's a lot of energy right now to get stuff done. That's great. How many of us have been needing to get things done in certain areas of our life, especially emotionally? You may need a sunshine Mars to come along to finally get your tail to propose to this woman you've been with for 15 years. <laughs> you know, of course, sunshine's Mars uh, pretty frequently within 15 years, but maybe it triggered a certain activation or a progression in your chart that, you know, made this the time. Um, or maybe because it's the Capricorn energy and you feel like you want to get down to business or be about the, the biz, your business, maybe that's the impetus that you feel. Either way, we are all feeling a strong cardinal energy to get things done, to be to ambitiously um, uh, move forward towards our goals, personal, professional, relational, financial. It's the energy is here for us to get it done, okay? Um, especially with Capricorn moon energy, we're going to be extra disciplined. It's Saturn we're talking about here. <laughs> Some may even feel restricted, but definitely it's it's a patient, more patient energy than um than than I was gonna say some of the other cardinal signs definitely more patient than Aries. Um uh, but you do have access to some of that because Capricorns can wait. That that energy can wait. That energy can actually bring delays. It it can wait so good. So we we will have access to some of that uh, with this Capricorn energy, and 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 Capricorns can can uh, delay gratification, if if there's some if there are some longer term achievements to delay them for, okay, um, could be way more reserved socially, like I said, just a little harder to hang out, um, a more of a conservative kind of mood over us during this time. Um, I tell you all the time, Capricorn and Saturn energy likes to pare down, like trim the fat, okay, only what's necessary. We're very restrictive. And so um, you could, and financially this could manifest as, you know, being more thrifty or just trying to get a really good deal and get and have your buck stretch farther. Uh, we want anything that's solid and firm. You know, this is an earth energy, so we want to feel a sense of stability, okay? 
um, and a sense of something having a lasting, enduring value to it. Okay, once again, y'all, I'm just I'm taking a minute to describe this Capricorn energy because this Capricorn full moon energy is gonna at least last a couple of weeks. And this as as we progress, continue to progress through these moon cycles. Um, Capricorn talks about tradition tradition as well. So we could be emotionally satisfied here in the week ahead to to go for the tried and the true over something experimental. Capricorn's not really trying to hear all that. Um, and when in doubt, you'll probably just, you know, keep it moving. You're not really just trying to experiment. And so real-world ambitions are the focus. Um, mapping out a business plan is going to be something that could, could emotionally satisfy us during this time over the course of the next couple of weeks. Um, whatever we deem a good investment of our energy, of our resources, and of our time, we're going to consider that. You know, we'll be satisfied to consider that over just going with the flow and come what may. Uh, what is going to bring us a good, solid return on our investment of energy, time, and resources? That's what we're going to be all about. Cut trimming the fat. Look, we're not for no bull around this time. Um, everything is going to be looked at very practically, including relationships. Does it make sense? Does it make dollars? <laughs> and so um, uh, there, Capricorn also wants to build something, right? And so um, we could be building new structures in our lives over the course of the next couple of weeks that will make our lives easier and better and run more efficiently, okay? So some powerful activities to do under a Capricorn moon energy is going to be um, anything financial, anything investment-wise is going to be good because, once again, Capricorn is taking the long-range view, looking at long-term investments, lasting, enduring things. Um, Capricorn also governs um, the area of the 10th house, the midheaven, our career, our life direction, our, you know, where we're headed, um, and how others kind of project things, project um, things onto us or kind of see us as well since it's the 10th house, the top part of the chart, the most public part, the most seen part of the chart. All that is the same energy, Capricorn, 10th house, midheaven. And so um, that same area denotes authority and elders, you know, people in positions of authority, the parent, the father can be governed in that area as well. So it's definitely a powerful moon if you want to communicate with any such people as that uh, or even speaking yourself with an authoritative air on it or acting that way is going to be, um, uh, you know, the Capricorn's the boss, boss out for the next couple of weeks. Like, trust me, we can look, take a look in your natal chart. You're the boss of something, um, effortlessly so, even naturally, okay? Um, so working uh, with a mentor, upholding a longstanding tradition, taking control of a situation, okay, um, and meeting with, um, you know, business meetings and things are going to go well. 
All right. Uh, we move on into Tuesday, early rising. We got Mercury uh, in the week ahead. The only alignment, the main two alignments we have is, you can see that in the episode description as well, information, um, Mercury trining Saturn there on the 19th. And since Venus is pretty much running neck and neck with um, Mercury, it uh, Venus trining Saturn just the day after. Uh an easy and effortless flow of energy to Saturn from this Mercury-Venus alignment that I just got through talking about being so beneficial where we're merging communications and ease and harmony and, and business with ease and harmony and contracts and negotiations uh, with ease and harmony. Then uh, the easy, effortless flow from that to Saturn in Sag it's talking about um, a good time being a good time to get organized, especially with the Mercury side of the influence. Um, uh, practical decisions, because you're combining very serious and disciplined and responsible, trimming the fat, no BS Saturn, uh, easily and effortlessly with, with, with our mental and the thinking and the communication. So the decisions that we're making here I love it because you just, it's Saturn, it's Mercury trining Saturn, Mercury and Venus trining Saturn. Saturn rules Capricorn at a Capricorn full moon. So, I mean, this is it's, it's starting to, it's seeming to me like this Capricorn full moon is going to favor, of course, clearly at a time of manifestation of Capricorn energy, it's going to favor those Capricorn Saturn rule type of activities, characteristics, people, personalities, traits, okay? So the more responsible we are for ourselves, definitely if you have children, there's an element of responsibility there. But if you're an adult, (laughs) that's the first and primary thing, responsibility for yourself, responsibility for, you know, why you're here, and keeping that in mind ought to really, really help um, you feel a sense of satisfaction that you are right where you are supposed to be no matter what moon cycle it is, okay? So um, any any kind of work that you're doing now, being responsible for, um, you know, no, realizing, having a more keen awareness that, your, that karma is at play powerfully so around this time, uh, is going to more than likely get you real tangible results um, going forward, okay? Um, Saturn wanting to pare down mercurial activities like communication could point to, you know, real short, you know, communications, uh, but more than likely they'll be direct and to the point. Trim the fat, just say what you need to say, get in and get out. <laughs> um but manifesting, producing something, Saturn ruling an earth sign, definitely we're going to be satisfied to produce something, to achieve something. And um, our, our mental should be improved without all the extra fat um, since Saturn is in the mix, okay? Uh, that should help us get organized and it should help us do detailed work and it should help us prepare for what is to come. 
All right, that's Tuesday early, early rising, 1.27 a.m. Central, Tuesday uh, evening, 5.57 p.m. Central. At the exact time, this has happened before, y'all, <laughs> at the exact time that of the full moon, that very full moon at 27 degrees Capricorn goes void for four hours. Thank God it's not a new moon because uh, then we it it just means we'd have to get creative about how we utilize the the a new energy of a new moon with a what did I just tell y'all about the void moon? It's more of a close out energy before it goes into a new sign. So the moon goes void, closing out on the aspect of Sun opposition Venus earlier there in the week. I didn't tell y'all what that aspect was, but that Sunday early rising void moon um, is a trine to Uranus. Um, And so, yeah, for four hours from, let's just say, 6 p.m. on Tuesday evening until, let me get an exact time for y'all so you know, until um, late, late Tuesday evening at 10.10 p.m. Central when the moon goes into Aquarius, okay? And if y'all remember that second Sag full moon we just had um, last month, that it was in Sag, but it wasn't in Sag long before Capricorn energy moved in on it, okay? So we're closing out another cycle here with this Capricorn full moon energy. Um, Yeah, definitely for those four hours. The beautiful thing is, once again, is it is a full moon. And it is a full moon at the time of a void moon. Now, it's still this energy of where something new that you want results to come from, like an interview, like a first date, like, you know, um, making important or large purchases or beginning a new project or launching a business or starting a job. Hopefully, unless your business, I mean, I can't really see an astrologer advising someone to start something at a full moon unless it kind of involved endings or involved, you know, themes associated with the full moon. Uh, So I would just say definitely uh, initiate whatever it is related to endings prior to Tuesday evening. And just know that, yeah, after the moon, um, well, no, it won't go void, yeah. And just know that after the moon goes into Aquarius, which thankfully has an energy of breakthrough and freshness and electrifying, you know, breaking out even, um, and taking a break from even, <laughs> uh, that energy is going to be perfect. So leading up to that um, and during while the moon is void, definitely, you know, um, consider all the things that you're closing out. I think it, that's safe to say because you can consider that during a void moon. You can be, I hope you're considering it now. Hopefully the corner we just turned with this first quarter moon in Libra has aided and assisted us um, in, in, in this closeout process that we're all in, depending on who you are and what it is you're closing out or wanting to release or let go of or surrender, okay? Um, 
I'm about to talk about the full moon in Capricorn in just a little bit more detail. I kind of already jumped the gun a little bit that Mars um, and Uranus energy is the most prominent for me um, as it relates to this full moon. The sun is opposite the moon. For those that may not realize, the sun is in Cancer currently, and the moon uh, will be in Capricorn. So uh, anytime I talk about opposition, I'm always talking about the potential for a tug-of-war energy as opposed to the exact same potential existing during an opposition, like a full moon, uh, for for there to be the perfect balance. And so you can kind of utilize that as a litmus test as we get closer and closer to Tuesday evening. Um, are you are you struggling? You know, with where you're, it's a tug of war, or are you feeling more and more like you can, even amidst challenges and obstacles, and um, you know the opposition? No forces or energy that you have possibly encountered or come in contact with, that you can still neutralize that energy if you're vibrating high enough to where you can really find this perfect balance between sun and cancer, wanting to be nurturing, wanting to, they both want to, like I said, initiate something and due to their cardinal um, signature. Uh, but one is, you know, emotional, powerful nonetheless, but emotional and nurturing. And and once again, like I talked about during the last show that got record that got broadcast, um, that uh, in addition to Cancer uh, wanting to initiate something, oh yes, the um, feeling at home within yourself, Cancer governing that fourth house, and I think that's. That energy has spoken powerfully since the Cancer New Moon. What has it taken for you to be comfortable with you? What has it taken for you to be comfortable at home within your own self and your most private where ain't nobody around as opposed to the the, uh, uh, Capricorn at the top, the most public? What you going to hide at a Capricorn full moon? It's, it's going to be all on display for all to see. It's been very vital for us. That's why I talked about it in advance. With this Cancer new moon leading up to this Capricorn new moon, it's been vital. Y'all go back and listen to the last recorded show. That was on Cancer new moon specifically. And so it's been vital for us to figure out what does it take for me to feel at home with me? What does it take for me to feel stable within my own self emotionally? What has it taken for me to nurture myself and be there for myself when nobody's around? The parts of me nobody knows. The parts of me that maybe even I don't know because it goes so far back. Cancer rules the home and the ancestral lineage and the roots and where we come from. That's why Capricorn, 10th house, midheaven, is the direction we're going. So you go, we're going to see. I told y'all. Go back and listen. We're going to see here on the 19th that the Capricorn full moon is going to tell on our Cancer new moon and what energy we initiated and put into us then. Okay? 
Um, in addition to that, <clears throat> definitely relationships are on in the spotlight. Um, whatever is illuminated, come on, y'all. It's not doom and gloom. Whatever is it. <laughs> I don't want to scare anybody, karma, and, you know. But whatever comes to light, let it speak to you about, you know, the July 4th new moon in ways that you can still make improvements. You can still make healthful choices for yourself so you can feel more at home with yourself. It's not too late, okay? Um, it, it it will be considered, you know, here at the full moon harvest time and, you know, uh, what you reap is sowing time, you know, but but it's you can do something with what you have harvested, even if it's a small little harvest, or even it's if it whatever the harvest is, let that that is illuminated to you at the time of this full moon further serve you. It can still serve you, okay. Um, uh, relationship imbalances are more things that could come to light, can be illuminated when they come to light. Relationship imbalances, they're coming to light uh, so you can see them clearly and you can, like I say, at that point, make conscious decisions that will affect you. Still, even see, this Capricorn full moon is only the response, so to speak, to this Cancer new moon on a very short-term basis. Technically, there's going to be a Cancer full moon six months from now. So energetically still, there's this importance about feeling at home with yourself and, and establishing yourself by way of where you've come from and your home and your family and your roots. Um, that can still energetically be affecting you over the next six months on the long term for longer range goals, for bigger goals, for, for you know, if you've been, if you haven't felt at home in your with with yourself for the last forty years that you've been on this planet, it's probably going to take more than just from the Cancer New Moon to the Capricorn Full Moon two weeks for you to materialize and get some more concrete, stable, secure feeling feelings um, and, and uh, to make you feel at home with yourself. It may take more than a couple of weeks, so, you know, don't fret. That's why I say whatever comes up, whatever is illuminated, it's completely for your benefit that you even see it. If you even see it, you are you doing good. So... Um, let's see. Could be a conflict. Definitely, it's an opposing aspect, so there could be conflict. I don't already hit y'all to that Mars game. Uh, <laughs> look, when it's a tug of war, I bet you if you drop that rope, they <laughs> they gonna be tugging on nothing. You know that you always have options. You do not have to engage on a low vibrational level, okay? Um, uh, 
Yeah, you can still draw on uh, the emotional strength from the Cancer New Moon. Once again, it's still all connected. It may, it, you may have some karmic crap happen that you ain't even thought about. Look, since the Capricorn New Moon six months ago, that is com- that this Capricorn Full Moon on the long term is completing. Um, so you know, definitely fall back if you need to on uh, the the Cancer New Moon energies that just wanted to strengthen you emotionally. Um, so you can overcome any oppositions and challenges to your ego, okay? Um, Mars just wants to, especially trying in the sun, wants to advance us. And there could be obstacles, challenges, blocks to your advancement energetically from the outside or what you perceive as outside of yourself. The sun is going to be squaring Uranus at the time that the sun is in opposition to the moon, which means the moon is going to be squaring it too. So definitely when Uranus is around, you want to stay flexible because Uranus is bringing that sudden unexpected energy and it's bringing it lightning fast and it's also uh, governing these sudden reversals, life being one way and the next minute just being completely different, okay? So continue to stay open-minded, continue to stay flexible, flex those, you know, flexible muscles, and expect the unexpected, okay? Um, Uranus is an energy that just wants to be free and unencumbered, free of restriction, uh, it wants to express its individuality, okay? And with the the moon squaring it as well, uh, you, we won't be emotionally satisfied to just do the same old thing that we've done. This is going to be a Capricorn full moon that wants us to do something real different, y'all. Okay, it's a good time if you need to switch something up, like uh, any addictions or bad habits. Guess what? This is a perfect energy for that because this energy wants to switch something up. Uh, you probably won't want to deal with a whole lot of stuff emotionally with Uranus kind of govern Uranus governing Aquarius. That energy is not really an emotional energy, so that's fine. Um, uh, Yeah, moon swings. Okay, it could be it could manifest with the moon involved. The square to Uranus can manifest as changing rapidly, changing moods. So once again, stay flexible because maybe it's not you, but it is dealing with relationships since it's a, a moon phase and moon cycle. So maybe it's somebody else around you having rapidly changing moods. Stay flexible. Stay open-minded and allow people their space and their freedom, and it'll be all right, okay? That's going to be a real powerful way to maneuver through this challenging energy from the full moon to Uranus, okay? Um, Mars, the the quincunx between Mars and Uranus that I've started talking out, talking, started out talking about, um, you know, it's, like I said, the impatience, the tension. Things not happening as fast as you want them to happen and um, 
pressure from, you know, the outside or societal standards, what other people expect of you could, you know, bring a certain level of tension um, and could bring it to a really critical point since we're talking about the quincunx where you do have to make a on-the-spot decision and take action. Mars wants to do something. Um, so, yeah, it, um Yeah, just make sure you're not, if you're introducing or taking advantage of or um, initiating, taking action in a real Uranus way around this time, just make sure it's the same energy I'm about to talk about with the moon going into Aquarius right after. That's so cool, too, because it's that same Uranus energy that's coloring, heavily coloring this Capricorn full moon that we move into emotionally and instinctually um, by the end of the evening at 10, 10 p.m. Central when the moon enters Aquarius. So I'll break that down a little bit more at that time. Another aspect uh, around at the time of the full moon that's actually a little more um, harmonious <laughs> than these squares and quincunxes are uh, the sextile the moon is making to Mars, and y'all already know about the, the trine that the sun is making to Mars. Uh, the moon sextiling Mars, in addition to that sun trine Mars, is uh, also talking about our passionate desires and um, our more being more outgoing and a little more adventurous, um, a, a more being more emotionally satisfied to take the initiative. So hopefully that plays out. I love, love, love Mars being associated with this, but it can go so bad so fast if you're not vibrating high. So that's why I say with all this sun, trine Mars, moon, sextile Mars, we really have great energy, great instincts um, for achieving our goals, um, if you're thinking outside of the box, great, because you're utilizing that Uranus energy on a higher octave. If you're uh, wanting to, to break through or break out or break free from, come on. If you're wanting to release stuff at the time of this full moon and you need a breakthrough, utilize it that way, please. Um and you'll have a more successful outcome than if you just are rebelling for the sake of change, you know, just for the sake of rebelling, just that's a, a real Uranus um, energy and keyword as well, then it, it won't work out as well more than likely. Um, so any guilt, shame, anxiety, fear that came up, you know, as you were endeavoring to um maximize this cancer new moon energy of July 4th, know that it's coming to a head as we continue towards this Capricorn full moon uh, being exact. Um, But this full moon with Mars being involved, there is a sense of courage and bravery that we do have access to, a sense of adventure for getting things done um, in work and play and relationships and business. Um, confidence gained um, that 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 can be utilized to benefit our personal achievement. That can be utilized to benefit us in resolving conflict and and actually reducing anxiety. Okay, that that between 
feeling at home within ourselves or learning how to do that, you know, being on the journey and path of learning how to do that that started there around the 4th and then uh, Mars's involvement, it's, it's all just pointing to, uh, and Mars bringing, helping bring the self-confidence along with the sun. Um, it can be it can be really great, or it can be really not so great, and it's really up to us as to how we uh, decide to utilize the the energy in advance. That's a beautiful thing about us being a week ahead here, is that we don't have nothing. Nothing doesn't have to creep up on us, especially because you may not know how it's going to happen and how it's going to play out and who it's going to play out with. But if you have energetically decided that when some old Mars stuff really rear its ugly head, especially unexpectedly with Uranus being involved, that you already know how you're going to maneuver and operate. Whatever you do, you're going to be patient. Whatever you do, you're going to be open-minded and understanding. Whatever you do, you're going to be flexible. Whatever you do, you are going to be in the driver's seat, in control, confidently um, handling yourself in a way that makes successful results the only option, okay? So let me break this down to you guys by way of your signs, of course, starting with Capricorn since it's a Capricorn full moon, and we'll take it from there and keep the ball rolling for the week ahead, okay? So for Capricorn, the full moon in your sign, thanks, shout out to the Dark Pixie Astrology for the horoscopes. Um, the full moon in your sign is the time of year when you reap what you sow. If you've been doing things right, you can experience rewards, progress, and success. While if you've been doing things wrong, you can experience setbacks, delays, and blocks. Even if things don't turn out the way you want them to, you can still work on turning things around. Capricorn, it's not too late. I just told you all that. You can be more emotional in general with this full moon, Capricorn, and you can show that with others. I do want to say thank you so much to the listeners that have been on the line um, during the show today. I appreciate you guys. Um, uh, feel free to press 1 on the keypad if you have a question. And, you know, we got about 45 minutes left. I'll definitely um, bring you on the line and answer them. Um, for Aries, Aries, y'all are experiencing this full moon through your 10th house, okay? You're a cardinal sign just like Capricorn, so y'all are kind of energetically sharing um, some of the impact and the weight and the significance of this full moon, okay? For Aries, you can definitely see the fruits of your labor grow or spoil. If you've been doing things the right way, been working hard, heart, smart, and responsibly toward your goals, you can see rewards now, Aries, and make progress with your goals, even achieve some success. Tenth house is the house of achievement. If you haven't been, Aries, you can experience setbacks and delays, okay? And that just means you need to readjust the way you're doing things. Um, Aries, it's occurring in your goals and career sector, and you, um, if you see progress, opportunities, and rewards, then you're on the right path. Okay, Aries, let that be your litmus test, and you can keep going. Um, if you experience the setbacks and delays side of things, then you likely haven't been doing things right, and you need to reassess 
and find where you've been going wrong so you can get back on track. Pretty clear-cut um, areas. Like I said, 10th house is ruled by Saturn and Capricorn, so it's in and out, trim the fat. Uh, not a lot of things to get tripped up by there, Aries. Cancer, <laughs> you are experiencing the full moon through your seventh house of others. And so, yeah, it could get a little tripped up just because of the Libra energy ruling the seventh house and the kind of vacillating energy surrounding that, as well as um, the instability when you're dealing with any other person outside of you. You can't really just pinpoint all the time what they're going to do or how they're going to respond or how these um, transits are going to be affecting them or triggering or activating them. So, Cancer, you definitely can focus on the issues in your relationships with other people. With this full moon, you can work on settling problems with them or you can just walk away from one. I mean, it is a full moon. We're talking about releasing and letting go here if that's, you know, how it manifests for you. Uh, but you can walk away from one completely if it's not a healthy one for you. You can be more emotional with other people and can find it easier to express your feelings in one-on-one situ- um, setting. You may need more balance and peace in your life to feel centered and grounded, so try to avoid the drama as much as you can, the full moon drama cancer, okay? It'll be to your benefit um, and you have energetic access to by way of that seventh house that uh, is ruled by Libra and Venus uh, to, you know, smooth things out, be at peace and ease and harmony with yourself and others, okay? Um, Libra, these are pivotal uh, Capricorn, Aries, Cancer, all cardinal signs, Libra that I'm about to do. These are hidden in, in these critical parts of, of of the astrological wheel, okay? And y'all are very familiar with that because y'all are all cardinal signs. So uh, definitely pay attention, my cardinals, for sure, at this Capricorn full moon. Libra, for you, you can definitely finish up home improvement projects. You can finalize a real estate transaction. You can complete a move, settle an issue with a relative, or crave more comfort and support, that very area that cancer rules. Okay, Libra? You can be more in touch with your emotions, and you can easily be hurt if your inner foundation isn't strong enough. So work on strengthening your core self. Libra, you are getting a... a, the same energy of the Cancer New Moon, Libra, you're getting it by way of the uh, this Capricorn full moon because it's going through your Cancer fourth house, okay? So it's just being further reemphasized, Libra, and you have a further opportunity um, over the course of the couple of weeks um, from the Capricorn full moon to really tap in strongly to this energy that allows you to feel more at home within yourself, more comfortable within yourself, strengthening that inner foundation, your core self, okay? Taurus, um, you and Virgo are both, you know, earth signs just like Capricorn, so y'all have an easy, effortless flow of energy from this Capricorn full moon to you guys. For Taurus, uh, that easy and effortless flow could really – give you a sense of freedom uh, since it's affecting your ninth Sagittarius house. 
um, and, and a sense of exploration and adventure, okay? So you can finish a course of study tours. You can come home if you're abroad, or you can settle a legal issue, okay, Taurus? Um, since the ninth house rules courts, um, you can feel uh, more emotionally connected to your beliefs, but you need to make sure you're not defensive about them. And I should add this, Taurus, or self-righteous about them because Sagittarius can kind of get into that. Um, if you don't feel a connection to your beliefs, you may question them, and you may wonder what it is you really believe, okay, Taurus? But in general, it, it's, it's a very optimistic, positive house to have a full moon through, so you could easily be more optimistic with this full moon, okay? For Virgo, you got that fifth house of pleasure and enjoyment and fun <laughs> that the Capricorn full moon is going through for you, lucky Virgo. So you can definitely settle an issue with a loved one easily. Um, you could finish up a creative project or venture, and you can feel more inspired, okay? If you're a single Virgo, you can crave a soul connection, romance, dating. And if you're in a relationship, you can focus on taking things to the next level if you want, Virgo. But in general, you can be more positive with this full moon, kind of more warm and generous, all these Leo um, keywords because fifth house is um, governs that area. And um, just wanting to focus on the good in your life and just enjoy yourself. So do that, Virgo, with y'all's, like, detail-oriented, like, um, easily kind of stressed energy that I kind of see coming off Virgos, y'all deserve it. So take a chill pill, chill out, enjoy yourself, and um, this Capricorn full moon season. Uh, For Pisces, you guys are experiencing the full moon through your 11th house. So that's talking about networks and groups that you associate with, friendships, and you can settle or an issue with you and a friend or group could culminate. Um, by way of coming to an end where you're walking away from a friendship or a group or, you know, something else being illuminated that in, inspires you uh, one way or an, to, to act one way or, or another. Pisces, you can also become more invested in a cause or you could give up on a cause. Uh, it, like I say, it's going to go one way or the other here at this full moon for everybody. And for you, Pisces, it just involves groups and friendships. And so you could definitely feel also hopes, wishes, and dreams, Pisces. You could feel more strongly about a dream for your future, or you could feel like you should let one go. You can be more emotional when you step outside of your comfort zone, and you can feel more uncomfortable about it. But in general, Pisces, you may not be as expressive with your emotions. Once again, 11th house, Uranus, Aquarius, kind of a cool emotional nature to that energy. So um, that may be a welcomed energy for you. Who knows? Uh, For Sagittarius, Sagittarius, this full moon is the sign, is in Capricorn, which is right after your sign, okay? So things will have slowed down. We just had two Sagittarius full moons back-to-back So, yeah, now we're at the Capricorn full moon here in the week ahead, and things could really feel like they've slowed down for you, Sagittarius. Um, But it's also a money house, the second house that the full moon in Capricorn is going through for you, kind of a money full moon going through a money house. I love it for y'all, Sag. 
You can settle financial issues. Like I said, things are coming to a head at this Capricorn full moon. And they're culminating. They're finalizing. So you can settle some financial issues. You can end of, of a financial stream, like a second job or a side job that you've been, you know, working for extra money. Or, like I said, it's going to go one way or the other at this full moon. Extremes, tug of war, one going to win. You can drop the rope. You can find the perfect balance. Um, or you can become more serious about it, make, you know, in, in a tug of war situation when you win. Um, as opposed to dropping the rope. And you can become more sensitive, Sagittarius, to what other people say about you, and you can let it impact your self-esteem, second house governing that, self-valuing uh, ourselves and others. Um, but if you're just being mean, Sagittarius, you shouldn't listen to them. Oh, if they're just being mean, I apologize. Um that's why it's so cool, Sagittarius, that this Capricorn full moon is coming up after this Cancer new moon because, uh, you know, getting feeling at home within yourself and, and valuing yourself, it's kind of a similar energy. And so, once again, that's further being reemphasized for you here at the Capricorn full moon. Definitely you can work on strengthening your confidence leading up to this full moon in the couple of weeks thereafter and on creating better stability in your life. Second house is a fixed house, and so that energy is really stable, and thank God it governs finances and, and, and love, too. There, Venus rules that second house. So there could be a strengthening in that and a stability in that um, that keeps you calm and grounded. So, you know, at coming, Sagittarius coming off of two back-to-back full moons, one at the zero degree, one at the 29th degree, these very critical full moons in your sign, I think this Capricorn full moon slowing down in your second house might be a welcome change. So, And especially since it could manifest in such an illuminating way in your financial um, area of your life, personal finances as well. Um, if you have been having financial problems, Sagittarius, uh, something could be illuminated at the time of this Capricorn full moon that helps you figure out some really positive ways of dealing with them. So that's that. Once again, whatever's illuminated, it, it's to benefit you. The fact that it's even being illuminated to you, the fact that you can even see it, is the true gift because then you can do something about it. Okay. Um, like like it said for um, for um, Capricorn and Aries, but and, and everybody else for that matter, if what you are doing has been working, if what you are doing is what you are supposed to be doing, the karmic Capricorn full moon gonna prove it to you one way or the other. You will not be confused. You it's not an ambivalent energy. <laughs> it's gonna be one way or the other. Real clear. And so um, you can also decide that you, uh, Sagittarius, that you want to take um, something like a side hustle and uh, make it into something much bigger and more profitable, okay? So these, these ways uh, concerning your personal finances, Sagittarius, um, you could take it to the next level one way or the other, or you could cut, cut it loose and let it go. Same uh, full moon energy may have you do that. Aquarius, 
um, and may inspire you to do that. Aquarius, um, Capricorn is right before your sign. And so your 12th house is coming into play, which means, guess what, Aquarius? You're having a full moon next. So um, this last full moon before you get yours is that 12th house that kind of just chill out before the party, right? Um, so it's a hidden house. It's it's a house where you're kind of in the you're playing the background. Um, it has hints of the past in it. You could be focusing on issues from the past that need resolving, um, or needing or that need to be let go of. This could be a time Aquarius. Um, that's a good time for a deep cleaning out. Once again, that twelfth house got a, a full moon feel on it too, Aquarius. So y'all gonna be feeling a heavy energy of letting go and closing things out, okay, Aquarius? Um, you can definitely let go of what is no longer serving a positive purpose, and you can feel more connected to your subconscious, also governed there in the 12th house. You can feel more connected to your intuitive self, your intuition, okay, and to the subtle energies around you. 12th house is a real spiritual house. You can be even more easily drained with this full moon because, once again, it's, it's this full moon energy times two with y'all, Aquarius. So definitely, definitely, my Aquarius, is give yourself some time alone. It's okay to be alone, Aquarius. I know y'all the sign of friendships and group associations. But if at no other time, let this Capricorn full moon time and season the, the couple of weeks, the, the, this time here, these last few days leading up to it, and the couple of weeks after, please let it be a time. If you have Aquarius prominent in your chart by way of sun, moon, if, especially if you're a woman, um, and rising, I have uh, uh, Aquarius prominent in my chart um, uh, by way of my midheaven. And so I think that this information is really pivotal and powerful for me too. Full moon energy ain't no punk. It's lit up. It's illuminated. It's full. It's maxed out. As we get closer and the moon is waning, it's getting stronger all the time. So Aquarius, if you need to take a chill pill and rest and recharge, do that. You're in the vein of the energy of Capricorn full moon moving through your chart. Scorpio, you can finalize um, some small, a lot of any uh, small projects you have going on. You can see them wrap up. You can have a positive outlook. Your third house is being um, activated, Scorpio, by this Capricorn full moon. And it, it's a communicative house as well, so you can definitely say what you mean and get that out and let that go and release and surrender that, okay, communication, Scorpio. It can be a really good full moon for saying what you need to say and finding the words you mean most. Um, yeah, this month, Scorpio, you can be focusing on improved communications and a positive outlook. Um, third house is also, Scorpio, the house of gathering information. I know this is the full moon releasing energy, but if it is communication-related, information-related, you could see that kind of being illuminated and manifesting for you as well, and you could be deciding what to do uh, one way or another based on that. Okay, Scorpio? Um, last two signs, Gemini, uh, Gemini, you have got the Capricorn full moon coming up next Tuesday, uh, going through your eighth house. Gemini, you're going deep. It's getting deep with you, Gemini. 
this can be a real heavy full moon for you. There's an element of release in that eighth house too. So you and Aquarius, just take it easy with yourselves and others, um, Gemini and Aquarius, okay? Uh, Gemini, you can be much more emotional with this heavy full moon. You may focus on some darker issues. Eighth house is talking about the taboos, talking about the psychological. It's talking about going deep and being intimate and emotional bonds that bind us. So, you know, it's not a light energy, Gemini. And I know y'all used to the light energy. Gemini rules, you know, the, the children and the elementary age children and the, you know, the wit and the jokes. It's going to be a different kind of energy, uh, Gemini, coming up here as we continue to approach this Capricorn full moon and for the couple of weeks after, okay? Uh, parts of yourself that you normally keep hidden away, um, you know, may get illuminated, okay, Gemini? And uh, may need to be brought into the light so it can be dealt with in a positive way. Um Something could happen, Gemini, okay, that stirs up some really deep emotions for you, and it may not feel real good, but you need to let yourself feel. Gemini, this is not the time to joke it away. This is not the time. You probably won't be feeling like much joking away anyway, or and it's not the time to act immature and childish about it either, okay, Gemini? Y'all easily have access to that energy. If anything, um uh, you know, since there's a, a, a learning and a studying element to Gemini, let it gear you more towards that uh, natural characteristic that you have as opposed to the childishness and everything else. Um, you may focus on something. Uh, eighth house is also the house ruled by Pluto and Scorpio of transformation, death, and rebirth, Gemini. So whatever is coming to an end, Please know there's something new reborn as a direct result of it. It's not over. It's not the end. It's not the end of the world. If you catch an ending real good, it, it's just the beginning. Okay, Gemini? Um, so if you end up focusing on something that you're transforming in yourself, in your life, um, you can really make some progress with it now since this eighth house energy is being activated in your chart. Gemini, you can also settle issues in a business or financial partnership or wherever other people's money is involved. That's the eighth house also of shared resources. So you could settle a loan here coming up. You could settle a debt. Um, uh, you could be involved with some something related to inheritance, inheritances, taxes, or joint finances. So, yeah. Um, you could really focus on ways also to improve the emo close emotional bonds you have with people, the intimate deep bonds, Gemini, or you can feel that one needs to be severed. Once again, it's going to be one or the other, real clear, cut and dry. If you being acting ambivalent, I don't know which to choose, guess what? This full moon, you're going to be able to choose real clear, real cut, real dry. Trim the fat. Okay. Leo, last but not least, uh, full moon in Capricorn is going through your sixth house of work and health and routines, okay, employers, employees. So, Leo, you can definitely settle issues at work. 
You can complete, finalize, culminate, work projects. Um, you can easily get everything done on your to-do to do list as well, Leo. Um, this, this is really going to be a good energy for you for that as well. You can um, be rewarded for your work that you love, or you can be quote-unquote punished, um, energetically speaking, for laziness regarding your work, okay? Um, if you don't really like what you do work-wise, you may like it even less around the time of this Capricorn full moon, okay? Because things are coming to a head. They're being illuminated. It's being lit up. And so once again, let it illuminate for a reason, for you to take action one way or another directly related to this manifestation of energy in your work and health and routine sector, specifically, Leo, okay? Um, Six houses governed by Virgo and like I was saying earlier, Virgo going to love this Capricorn full moon going through their fifth house of enjoyment because generally sixth house Virgo energy can stress out and kind of, you know, because it's so detailed. It wants to pay attention to all the details and nitpick, and it can easily stress you out. So, Leo, um, find healthy ways to manage your stress levels. I don't already hip child to some of the game as far as the, the heavy Mars energy and the heavy Uranus energy. When the Uranus energy of the surrounding this full moon, you know, something sudden that you didn't expect or a sudden reversal, you know what I mean? That's when you make sure you're remaining flexible, going with the flow, remaining open-minded. When this Mars energy may rear its ugly head, remaining patient, okay, thinking twice, cooling down, slowing your thoughts and your actions. And so even further more for Leo with this success being triggered at a full moon when the energy is so full and intense. Um, endeavor now, Leo, to determine that you're going to deal with any stress that comes up in a healthy way. You're not going to get into, you're going to be responsible. You're going to be real Capricorn full moon about your ish, Leo, and, and you're going to discipline yourself and restrict yourself. This is not where you get stressed out and get drunk. This is where, okay, I'll feel less stressed if I have my work done. It's going through my work house. That will help me not to stress as much if I do my work, if I am doing work that I actually enjoy and not just feeling like a an enslaved person, okay? Um, additionally, Leo, since the sixth house is the house of the routines, our daily routines, if you have any daily routines that are not so beneficial to you, like bad habits, this could be a good time to let them go, surrender them, release them, full moon them, okay? And that is it for Capricorn full moon, okay? I feel like y'all are good to go. I feel like y'all got a real good read on the energies that are surrounding this Capricorn full moon. If you would like personalized information like my mama's babies get that is specific not just to their sun, moon, or rising sign, but for all of their planets and positions, don't hesitate. You can click in the episode description below. You can subscribe and officially become a mama's baby, or you can click the one-click email access to me, and we can see what we can do even beyond that. So I just, I, my whole point, y'all know this for a long time now. It ain't about the money. It's about this call, you know, this this mission, this um, purpose 
to uh, bring this information to the forefront, okay? Um, it's been hidden for a long time, considered occult knowledge and all other kind of stuff. Um, but I'm bringing it out. I'm bringing it to the light. I'm in this Capricorn full moon energy already, and I'm ready to get to work. Um, there's some more changes on the horizon in addition to um, the channel changing to Inner Peace Lighthouse. And so just con continue to stay connected to Inner Peace Lighthouse. Um, the moon going into Aquarius, I did want to tap into that once again with this full moon and Capricorn energy being so closely linked to Uranus. The moon entering into Aquarius, which is Uranus ruled right after the full moon is exact, um, is just another way for us to access uh, this Uranus energy in, in a, um, from a higher frequency, okay, to where we can get the most out of it. Uh, when the moon's in Aquarius, as of 10, 10 p.m. Central on Tuesday late night, we are going to be satisfied. It will calm us down, and we will want and crave something new. <laughs> Aquarius is that breakthrough energy. Uh, we're we're going to crave a new routine. I'm telling you all, whatever gets lit up and illuminated at this full moon, it's going to push us. Mars wants to do something. It's going to activate us into action. And hopefully it's an action that we're taking, especially now that Mars is direct, even though it's still in shadow and Scorpio. Um, hopefully it will motivate us to take positive actions toward what, whatever we're needing to release, whatever we're needing to let go of, whatever we're needing to surrender to. Okay? Uh, we could get flashes of insight when the moon is in Aquarius. Maybe it's just... A, a, a flash of insight, a, 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 an idea that just comes to us out as an electric impulse with the moon being in Aquarius that is all we need to set us on a new path. Um, probably won't be real emotional, which would be cool. Full moons tend to be real intense and emotional anyway. So to go straight from that moon in Capricorn to cooling off in Aquarius, might just be what the doctor ordered anyway. Know that it's also um, governing Aquarius's, Uranus's, 11th house is, groups, networks, friendships. So we could be craving social networking, um, activity online, internet, technology, all that is um, ruled by Aquarius. Um, Oh, uh, definitely will be satisfied for the unique and the individual and the rebellious and the, you know, out of the box and out of our comfort zone, okay? Cutting edge, um, the more unusual, the better, um, okay? Uh, we we could be friendly during this time, Aquarius does with those friendships, like I said, but it's a it's a cooler energy, than just this, like, Leo warmth, friends with everybody, you know. It's more of a connecting, definitely connecting, social networking and group associations. But I promise you, whatever group you associate with, uh, you probably don't know everybody real intimately, you know. So it's more of just like a... Uh, it's more general, 
okay? It's more that you can be detached. You don't have to be up in everybody's face, but you can still be connected to people, okay? Because um, Aquarius could easily be, be this energy where you actually find retreat in books, in solitude. You know, Aquarius is an air sign. It's knowing Aquarius, they're kind of geniuses, you know, <laughs> so... Um, it's also a fixed sign. So we could be, you know, in that mode or mood as well and be completely satisfied to be going on our own, uh, um, getting lost in our own world. There's an element of freedom in Aquarius, so you're not really trying to be, it's fixed, but it's not restrictive like Capricorn and Saturn, okay? Um, so there's there's some stabilizing energy to be to be uh, experienced in this Aquarius moon as well coming up here in the week ahead. Aquarius also rules the future, so we could be emotionally satisfied after this full moon. Now that we know what it is and what it ain't, because it is going to be clearly one thing or the other. Uh, with under this Aquarius moon that's coming right after, we could definitely be um, inclined to make different future plans as a result of whatever culminated or illuminated for us around this time. Could even cause us to rebel, okay? Um, <laughs> rebel, you know, by doing something very anti-norm, you know, counterculture. Um, Mm. Oh yes. Um, any kind, uh, Aquarius kind of rules um, energy as it relates to electric impulses and and just our 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 energy. Um, not like Mars, like a physical energy. It's more uh, electric, okay, and energetic with Aquarius. And so it would be a really good time under Cap um, Aquarius moon right after this Capricorn full moon. Maybe something is illuminated for you, comes to a head for you, and manifests for you where you just don't even know what to do next. And that's a good time to get some energetic healing, just heal your energy. You know, you done made it through. You you made it through to to the closeout, to the settlement of, to the finaliz- finalization of a relationship or a business partnership or, or a, um, a project, and you, just, you spent. It was all you could do just to close it out. And so, yeah, some Reiki, some reflexology, some acupuncture or acupressure really be a powerful time to engage in those types of activities, okay? Um, Any type of electronic communication will be um, favorable to engage in if it's on a a, a high-level frequency, um, any type of group or network um, activity like attending a community event or a community building event. Um, and then, uh, like I said, uh, getting out of your comfort zone if, and being social, communicating, air sign, Aquarius, with uh, people outside of your usual social circle, okay, would be a good idea. And let me see how much time we have left because if anything, I'm going to close this out with uh, these. Since I didn't get to do the horoscopes last week uh, for Mercury and Venus entering Leo and the sun goes into Leo in the week ahead, I definitely want to get you all that info. 
So I'll run real quick through the fact that Wednesday, July the 20th, 819 a.m. Central, just like Mercury did earlier in the week, Venus is going to be trying in Saturn next. So once again, it's this Saturn mature, disciplined, responsible energy in an easy, effortless flow to Venus uh, that that um, is in Leo at the time. It's in uh, Leo right now. Um, maturity and stability in our uh, Venusian affections, okay? Um, uh, maturity with others socially, um, allowing us to kind of take the good and the bad with the bad and seeing our relationships realistically is going to be uh, a manifestation of this energy. Um, small gains or advancements being made in business and partnerships through um, strengthening and bonding. Like I said, Saturn's, uh, Saturn wants to build something, build something with Venusian things, build something with our love and our in our social life, and and build something um, in our finance, with our finances too. Um, support from older people. Once again, Saturn representing authority figures, elders, mentors, um, bosses. Uh, father figures, the the, the more um, paternal parent or energy um, support from these people can come by way of solid advice or even more tangible help, money, um, or, or just, you know, really valuable advice that you'll appreciate. Um, renewed ties to old friends are possible, or a new sense of responsibility can be felt in existing friendships, okay? Our business sense is really good around this time as well. We got love we got love and money with Venus and an easy, effortless, harmonious trine and flow to Saturn. Stability, enduring, lasting energy, okay? This is good. It's a good thing. It all this energy is still describing this Capricorn full moon since it's happening so close together. You gotta read it into it, okay? Um, then that's Wednesday um, rising, 8.19 a.m. Thursday evening, 8.56 p.m. Central, the moon goes void for about six hours and 40 minutes. Um, so there Thursday night, probably going to ride off into the sunset, get you some real good sleep, um, wrap up some things there um, late at night if you want to make a to-do list for the weekend, you know, find something you've lost, um, review things, maybe you're reviewing and taking stock, which is such a void moon thing to do, of of things that had transpired since the Capricorn full moon. This will be a good time to slow down and do that there on Thursday evening, okay? Um, if you do get together with some people late Thursday evening socially, make sure it's established friends and family, okay? There on Friday, uh, early rising, 3.35 a.m. Central, the moon does go into Pisces. So we're closing out a lunar uh, a, a lunar run through the, the, the zodiac, okay? From Aries to Pisces, the moon enters that final sign on Friday, early, early rising. You're going to wake up Friday rising more meditative, Okay. Once again, Pisces is a closed-out energy there in the 12th house where Neptune rules. 
I just got through saying this through by way of the horoscope. Twelfth house is a closed out, full moon, ending, culminating type of energy. So their Friday rising, you know, you were reviewing the night before uh, the things that have transpired since the Capricorn full moon, and then you wake up Friday rising with more kind of this full moon energy uh, that wants to close something out. But it, Pisces is also really where there are no boundaries as well, and 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 it's a really an energetic place since the moon is going to be there, where we can really feel satisfied and and comfortable. Uh, to just be. There's no rules in Pisces. There's no boundaries. There's no Saturn restriction. There's no Capricorn responsibility. You know, it's still we'll, clearly we'll still be under the energy of the Capricorn full moon, but there we will be emotionally satisfied to just be unscheduled time. Take off next Friday if you can um, after the full moon and just let this space exist to simply be. There in Pisces is where uh, creativity and spirituality, art art is. So uh, music, images, symbols uh, will probably speak to us really strongly then. Dance, film, photography, theater, art, play, a play um, could all be very, you know, just take take it easy next Friday. Clearly this will have been an intense Capricorn full moon like no other. And so it'll be a good time to just nourish our imagination, give ourselves a creative focus. That way you don't have to be so serious and responsible and disciplined because you can let go when you're doing something creative like writing a poem or dancing or, you know, playing music. So definitely Pisces uh, talks about acceptance. It talks about forgiveness. So if maybe something came about at the Capricorn full moon that you need to really, you didn't get to release it real good the day of the full moon or leading up to it. And here, just a day or two after, when the moon enters Pisces, you may finally feel emotionally satisfied to go ahead and let it go. Go ahead and forgive. Go ahead and accept that it is what it is. Ooh, y'all, why did it tell me that I had 34? Oh, my screen is stuck. And it says I have 34 minutes left, and I really have 60 seconds left. So good thing that the sun enters Leo on Friday. So that means when I come to you guys next Wednesday, we can hit up those um, energies then. Y'all know Leo, it's our t- it's, it, Leo wants to shine. Leo is warm and generous, wants to have fun and party and go out. <laughs> so just know that um, for now. Let that be enough for now. Um if you want your birth chart report, uh, even though the June Inner Wisdom specials are off, uh, please don't hesitate to contact me. We can definitely figure it out. Um, thank you for, for keeping the Astro Love gifts coming. Thank you for staying connected to Inner Peace Lighthouse. And we'll be back next week. I love you guys. Peace. Ashe. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.